Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, December 30th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you guys staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are going to do kind of a recap of 2022. A little year-end, I guess, roundup. Talk about uh, some highs and lows. Goals for 2023, uh, dry January, and all those fun things in between. But before I kick into all that, just a couple of housekeeping things. Number one, I believe our 47-day transformation is kicking off here in nine days, if I'm doing the math correct. Uh, Again, for you guys who don't know, uh, the 47-day is our flagship transformation program. It has been going on for, I believe, seven, or maybe this is the eighth year. But this is the first time we've ever done it in the app, so hopefully it goes off with no uh, major glitches. If you guys want to check it out, it's jeremyscottfitness.app slash 47daychallenge. The link is going to be in the show notes. This is much more than just a fitness and nutrition program, although we go super deep uh, into that. We work on all the habits, and typically they're the ones that are holding people back, and, and hopefully help you break those and create some new ones moving forward, but not just for 47 days. It could be for the next 47 months or 47 years of your life, depending on how long you're going to be around. We're also doing a grand prize for that bad boy. We'll give you a free trip to sunny Orlando, Florida, a six-night stay in a luxury vacation home. We're going to give you an awesome Jeremy Scott Fitness prize pack, as well as a bunch of our sponsor stuff. And then we're going to do weekly prizes as well inside of the program for everyone. Now, obviously, the Jeremy Scott Fitness app has been live for, I think, seven months at this point. So thank you for all of you awesome people who are in there. This is the first time we've done a premium option inside the app. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to cost you 99 bucks. And honestly, we used to run this outside of the app for like 197 to 397, depending on um, what we had in the program. So it's at a huge discount. And I think this is going to be the easiest uh, way to digest it and the best way to actually do the program. So if you guys want to check it out, the link is going to be in the show notes, jeremyscottfitness.app slash 47daychallenge. If not, obviously you guys can do the Jeremy Scott Fitness uh, app for a week for free. See if you like it. And then if you want to check out this premium program where we are going to rip your face off in the healthiest way possible, this would be what I would do, especially if you don't have a plan or a coach or a program heading into the new year. Uh, you know, Don't just bullshit it and keep doing what you've always done because then you're going to keep getting what you've always got. If you want to do something different, uh, this would be the thing I would jump into. Now, you guys already know, this episode is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens, the one thing I take every single day that I never miss. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott will get you guys a year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with order one. It's the antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables and 75 whole food ingredients with probiotics and digestive enzymes. And let's be real, we have all drinking much worse things at the bar that were bad for us. This is actually good for you and it tastes great. It's the best tasting greens on the planet, in my opinion. If you've heard me talk about it before and you want to try it, but you're being weird, reach out to us. Don't be scared. I will send you a free pack right to your front door. I don't care where you live. We will get it to you. You can try it if you like it. Then you get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. I travel with these things. I take them every day. I'm not just saying that. Literally, it is the easiest thing I do in my life in terms of supplementation. You still have to eat real food. You can't eat like an idiot, but if you eat well and you're trying to improve that but you just get busy with travel and kids and work rip a pack of these throw it in water shake it and you're good to go so again if you guys want a free sample hit me up i'm happy to give it to you and again if you're only going to buy one supplement and take it for the whole year 
this would be the thing I would take because the cool thing is they're going to give you vitamin D free for a year. So you get two birds with one stone. So athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get hooked up with all the free stuff or hit me up for the free sample today. And we're our, oh, also brought to you by my friends at dryfarmwines.com. Now, if you guys like wine, uh, I do not, but Heather does. It is as real as it gets in terms of natural wine, organic, vegan, low alcohol, sugar-free, awesome for your keto and paleo people out there, but it's free of the toxins and low in the sulfites. They don't really fuck around, honestly. If you guys want a bottle, we can get you a bottle for a penny. If you just check out the site, dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness, order a bottle, get the next bottle for a penny. It's basically a buy one, get one free. It's a pretty badass deal. Uh, I'll talk about that more a little bit on the episode here. And last but not least, our friends at BeamCBD, beamtlc.com. This is the nightly CBD sleep aid that we take at our house, the dream product. I take it a um, couple of nights a week. Heather is religiously a taker of it. She drinks it. It's kind of like her nightcap. A uh, ton of awesome flavors we have. Uh, the free samples we have here are cinnamon and the chocolate. We'll get you guys a week for free. So you can try it for five nights, see if it helps you sleep. And if you do, you can use the code Jeremy Scott to save 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions, which is a huge savings. So it makes it super cheap for you guys to take something that is not habit forming. You don't wake up feeling groggy. It just helps you get to sleep, stay asleep, so you can wake up and just kick the shit out of the world. So bmtlc.com, put in the code Jeremy Scott, or hit me up for a free sample. And again, don't feel weird. We're happy to ship them to you. We've been shipping stuff for the last, I mean, since the pandemic. So like, well, like three years now. We've been sending stuff all over the world to help you guys, and I'm happy to do it. Do I know anybody else is doing that? No, but we're crazy here, and we give a shit about you, so we want to help you get healthier any way we possibly can. And all other sponsors are in the show notes. Sleeve Sold Separately, where I get my joggers and my hoodies. JLab Pro, where we get our protein, turmeric, collagen, and curl oils. JeremyScottFitness.JLabPro.com. We have tons of coupons and discounts for you there. And our friends at Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, which, again, this time of year is an awesome thing to add into your diet. We have a discount code for you guys in the show notes too. And that, as they say, is that. So Heather is here on the podcast for the first time in a while. So welcome back, Heather. Thank you. It's been a while. Yes. I think it was November, possibly. Oh, yeah, it feels like way longer, but it wasn't. Yeah, last month. I looked at it the other day for the first time. Yeah. So, um... We're doing a year-end kind of recap here, what she's been up to, what I've been up to, and then answering a lot of the questions that you guys have sent in as well. So, what have you been up to? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask it like that. I've been here. I've been <laughs> on here talking shit. Uh, just busy with uh, just year-end with work, and I feel like since the last time, just had a couple work trips, and the last one was in December and just feels really good to be staying home for the holidays. Even though I missed being with my family this year, I did get to see my mom and sisters. We all went on a girl's trip to Austin, Texas, which was so fun. Did the whole thing downtown as well as went down to Waco and did the whole Magnolia experience, which we had been talking about doing for years. So I'm glad we made that happen. Sorry, I missed it. (laughs) Yeah, and you would have liked it. <laughs> yeah, Chip, parts, and jo- Chip, part, and, Chip and Joanne are my favorite. Parts of it. Yeah. But Austin, you need to go to Austin. It's such a great city. And um, yeah, just had a California work trip to end out the year. But it felt good to be here. I We really didn't, you and I didn't really take any vacation time over the holidays. And 
we just had a lot to get done. I feel like I'm in corp, for those of you who don't know, I'm in like hotel corporate sales. So the end of the year is always a crazy time trying to meet deadlines, trying to get contracts back. Um, there's just a lot of things to do before uh, December 31st. So haven't really taken much time off, but I feel like we've been able to still have some fun and celebrate the holidays and the season. Uh, what else were we, we've been up to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably the least uh, the least relaxing relaxing time you can have during the holidays. This December did not go as I planned, for sure, for like 10 different reasons, but we picked the spots in between. I just feel like everything is the busiest it's ever been, and maybe that's just This you year I. overall yeah. was just... I think coming out of the pandemic and it just, everything kind of hit at once in the demand. I know for my job and then for us with the business, there was just a lot to take advantage of, a lot of opportunity, but a lot of high expectations and um, obviously launching the app for you and me because I'm a part of (laughs) helping you create the content or film it and it's just been not no complaints it's all it's all great but it's just been exhausting i think it's we're work. We, we're just kind of worn out right now well for people who aren't in the like fitness profession there's two months in my opinion and i talked about this with bj that you really have to kind of you know get your shit together and really kind of set up things for the future months as you're kind of forecasting and it's December and August. And historically, if you look at corporate America uh, or just jobs in general, those are the two months people kind of punt the most, where it's December, especially after Thanksgiving, people get real weird about like putting in certain work effort. Not everybody, but it happens. And then August, because it's like, well, the kids are going back to school. We're in this kind of weird transition phase. So if you're listening and you're in fitness, you need to make December like ridiculously uh, important because you can do a lot for your entire year if you set it up right that way. So it is a it is a lot. And again, I'm super thankful for the app and all the people that are in there. You guys are amazing. Uh, but there is a lot of you. And uh, I do my very best to answer every single question to the best of my ability. And uh, with the gym on top of that and being a real human, it's a, it's a lot to chew on it at times. But very, I'm very grateful. Thankful. Very yes. grateful. But uh, yeah, we've just been, I think we also are feeling our age, maybe. I turned 37 last month, and I feel like I'm just getting more tired. <laughs> and I don't have as much energy, but... Um, well, and then you take on stuff. Like, we have a community here of people, and we're super grateful. Like, we have family here. We have so many friends here. So we yeah. always have... And then, obviously, we have a community in the gym where it's like, hey, come to this holiday party, go to this thing. And it's super awesome, but if you mix it in with your normal life, when you train, when you eat, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. It's like you have a lot of obligations, even if they're fun. It's just hard to fit it all in. So we did go to a couple parties and get-togethers with friends and, um, you know, trying to see friends we hadn't seen for several months and do dinner around the holidays was always so important and making time for that. And um, it did feel really good to just be at home though for Christmas and and then also having your my in-laws here now that moved here um it's been it was relaxing small quiet which is different than 
when I'm around my family, which I love, but there's just a lot more people. And it is so fun to be around all my nieces, all the kids around Christmas time. But again, if we would have flown back though, I really think we would have been to the Northwest because they got hit by a rain or a um, freezing rain ice storm, which happens there sometimes during the winter. And I feel like the day we would have fly, if we did fly out, we probably would have been delayed, canceled, or had to deal with some mess. So I'm glad we did stay here. <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible for all the, everybody who got stuck, especially like all the Southwest. Oh, I feel horrible. That would, first of all, I'm super like perspective gratitude, but that one would really bug the shit out of me for sure. Because the time for me is the biggest thing. And honestly, we've traveled in the holidays for a long time. And on a lot of the holidays, it is not relaxing. Like, I'm sorry, anybody. Like, if you do it and you do it for your family, they should give you, like, a medal. Mm -hmm. Because it is not a chill time. The airport is not chill. No. Ubers are not chill. It's not a... It's not pleasant. It's not enjoy. Like, if you... It's not exciting until you actually get to your destination, I feel like. Yeah. If you're someone that travels a lot, because you just... Like, I'm just so... Get me out of this airport. This Uber. This... It just kind of wears on you. Just on, on your <laughs> flight when you're just... But back. again, grateful for the opportunity True. that I get to travel and see a lot of places and spend time with friends and family. And I feel like we did a lot of that this year, which um, as we go into, we'll talk about our highs and lows of 2022. But um, before that, what else did we do for the Christmas season, holiday season? We... We did adopt a family again this year, which has been our tradition since we got married yep. eight years ago. Uh, so that's been something that's very special, important to us. And we really don't go big on gifts for each other. I mean, I got you a couple things and we'll do like stocking stuffers. But overall, we we tend to try to give back during this time of year. And we do a food drive for St. Mary's Food Bake here at JSF. But the adoptive family is always just a very rewarding, fulfilling experience, and it's also very emotional, too. Yeah, everybody's crying in the room. Like, it's a rough. Yeah. Like, it's (laughs) super thankful to do it, man. It's, like, rough. Because it's not where you just, we go through um, St. Vincent de Paul, where you actually sponsor a family and you go and meet them and person and deliver the gifts. And so it's not where you just pick one gift and, you know, bring it to an organization to drop off. You actually meet with the family and get to hear their story. And, um, this family this year was actually homeless and in between homes and they had three kids, basically a single mom. And so it was, it was a tough one, but what makes my heart so happy is when the kids are so excited and so grateful for even just the smallest item like a basketball or Pokemon cards. And, oh, the, Pokemon and the mom cards. was so, so grateful. I mean, she was crying and she even emailed me after and, you know, thank you so much again. And, and when you feel that, like you actually can just even a little bit goes a long way. If you can help one family... And if you, we all could do more, yes. It just it the ripple effect. It would just make the world a better place. So it does. It's tough because like you feel good, but then you're like, oh, you wish you could do more. And you just feel like a spoiled asshole. You oh, know? dude, ice. 
<laughs> I don't even want to describe the scenario. But I'm like, again, like you can't, again, you can't save everybody. You can't do everything. But like we go do this. And I got, the, like, we bought them good, nice stuff, like, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, like, because if I'm a kid, I'm like, I would like some decent basketball shoes. Or, like, I don't know, Pokemon cards like that, I don't understand. But the kid had a Pokemon t-shirt on, so he was super jazzed for, like, all this Pokemon shit. But uh, we go and do they, it. And they actually wanted to open the gifts in front of us. Not all the gifts, but one gift, which was really cute to watch. Oh, yeah. And the mom was, like, breaking down crying, like, and super And she, like, wanted nice. a picture with us, with her kids, which was sweet. But it's like, and you feel like, okay, you helped them, but you're like, man, I wish I could do more, but there's only so much you can do because it's, is a, it's like, it's a continuity thing. It's, it's something that's going to have to keep going for them. And the reason I say I feel terrible every time I go, cause I'm like, I feel terrible for these kids. Cause I'm like, man, how rough it is. Like you don't even know where you're going to live in a week. I know. Like it's hard enough just being a kid cause kids are bullies and there's just shit going on and you're just, you're figuring out your body and you have emotions and all these weird things. And you get to the age where like, you know, you're poor. Like the oldest, who was um, 13, I believe, yeah. he knew. The other two were I still kind of confused or just not really aware of the situation. As it, I don't think they really understand how extreme the like situation like the, is. Yeah, the middle kid I think knows, but mm-hmm. not the not the magnitude of mm-hmm. like, hey, because if that was me, but I'm an I'm an old man now. Like I would be in a panic. Like where am I going to stay next week? Yeah, and that's the tough part because you're like. And I just, I know how hard that is. Like if that was like your trajectory to make it, like how does that kid concentrate in school? Mm -hmm. Like he's like, I don't know. I'm going to live tomorrow. I know. Like that's the part where And just the anxiety and the worrying, you know. Dude, we, I mean, most kids I think have like some form of like stress or anxiety Mm -hmm. from, you know, and usually it's just, it's, it's superficial shit. Oh, some girl called me a bitch or whatever it is. And those are all real things when you're 12 or 13. I go, but it's not as real as like you're homeless. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't have like these role models around and that's what it's tough. Yeah. She basically couldn't afford the rent. I think and stopped making payments. And so they were evicted, but I know, uh, the sponsors at the volunteers at St. Vincent de Paul. And I also gave her the same resources that I've that I, that I've helped out with and volunteered at that help single moms and children in the Phoenix area. So hopefully she's in that process. Cause I don't know where else they would turn to. I know. Mm-hmm. And I say like, you feel like a spoiled asshole because like we go do that and it's like, then we go meet our friends at like one of the nicest restaurants in paradise yeah. Valley, it's- which, which we don't do. We don't even do that often. You and I never do it. Mm-hmm. Now that I like, because I thought about the well, other day, like, special occasions and like if people are visiting. No, no, but you and I. Oh yeah. You and me just go out to dinner. We never do that. I anymore. know. We never really do. When's it the anymore. last time you and I just went out to dinner? We're not when we're in when we when we travel. We do obviously. We have to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to eat food, but like when we're in Scottsdale, when's yeah. the last time just you and I went out to dinner? I don't know. We don't do it because there's there's so much social stuff. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that we'll go from this extreme to this extreme. And I'm very grateful for both. But the, I say that, again, not to make, we don't share this to make us look like saints or we're the greatest people ever. We just share it for the fact of almost everybody listening can do something. Because or do it as a family. Like yes. If you want. You could pull a couple hundred bucks together and you could make someone's Christmas. And I say that not just in terms of toys and, and food and stuff, which is important. But it shows these kids like people give a shit mm-hmm. and like someone cares about you. So you're willing to 
like they just have hope, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And we just like to share it on here just because, um, the podcast reaches so many people and we've had over the years, more of our friends here locally do it, participate in it, which is great. Yeah. And if you can go to dinner and spend 200 bucks or, I mean, a lot of times now it's like 400, you know, if you're going out and you have like, you know, you have a bunch of people, your family's out to dinner, you guys are at a decent place, you're having drinks and whatever you're going to spend, you know, 150, 200, 300, 400 bucks, whatever it is. Some people do ridiculous shit. But my point is if you can spend $200 on going out to dinner you can do this. Mm -hmm. It's you doing that one last time. And I'm not telling you how to spend your time and money. That's up to you guys. I go, but I say it because what you get back from it is way more than you. Because again, you're going to go to a steakhouse, you're going to eat your steak and and that's all great, but you'll shit it out the next day and it's, it's gone. It's, you know, I'm serious. I think it's a, it's a, it's a memory and you can do that a million times. But this, if you're anything like me, it'll stay with you Mm -hmm. and it'll give you some perspective and gratitude. And it's just like, it's a contagious thing. It just makes me feel like it's just what you should be doing during the... It makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing during the holiday season because that's what it's all about is like giving back and helping people, you know? That's what really... I mean, well, I can go down the Christmas <laughs> rabbit hole here where it's like if you're celebrating like... Or if you're religious or not, like if it's a Jesus thing, it's Jeremy like, knows more about Well, I'm just saying, religion like, than me. Because he went to Catholic school. <laughs> well, you had to, like to take tests. And I so. didn't really listen. And you had to listen. And it went through CCD. I didn't really listen to CCD. I did the whole show. But it's like if you're really celebrating like, okay, this is Jesus. This is like typically the most selfless, non-materialistic person of all time, uh, arguably, right? But yet yeah, Christmas has turned into like the most materialistic mm-hmm. shit show of all time where it's like we have commercials of Selfish like, time. here I bought you a, a Lexus with a red bow on it for mm-hmm. Christmas. Like, first of all, if you came home with a car and spent $50,000, $60,000 on a car and gave it to me, like I would lose my mind. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's not what we do. Hey, let's give everyone, and I'm not saying don't buy your family gifts and I'm not a Scrooge. I go, but you could just do a little bit less. Just do both. Yes. And prioritize you know prioritize it that way plan for it ahead i just say because i think if you've never done it it's something that will enrich your life way more than the 300 bucks you would have spent on something else and even when we if we do have kids like we want to continue the tradition with them i think that's so important they need to see that shit yeah and so if you grew up in like especially like obviously i didn't grow up in scottsdale far far from but if you, you grow, <laughs> well, you've been there. Well, I grew up in battlegrounds. So. My dad's, my house that I grew up in, my dad's house in the basement still has wood paneling on the walls. I know. And I believe the furniture in the upstairs came from the clinic when the clinic moved. It's like were, you go back in time yeah, when you walk down there. It's like, it's a different, it, my point is like, I didn't, like, if you grew up in these ecosystems in a place where it's more affluent and there's people who have money. You don't get exposed to other things. So you start to think like this is reality and it is yours in a, in a micro environment, but like a Scottsdale, Arizona is not a good picture of the world, especially if that's all you ever see. Yeah. It's a bubble. (laughs) So anyways, the point is if you can do it, do it. If you want to get connected, we're happy to share all the stuff with you guys just because it's, it's made our life a lot better. And again, we're not saints by any means, but it's something that we do that makes us feel good and it does help other people. And the more people do it, the better off, you know, the world is, especially when shit gets real tough at times like this. So 
And other than that, we're just getting ready to celebrate the new year. We're going to go up. We're going to take the dog up to Sedona. There's a new resort um, that we have that I can get hooked up at. So <laughs> we're going to go and do a staycation up there and take our dog in the snow. Northern Arizona, Arizona just got a couple feet over the last couple days. So going to play in the snow and have a cozy hotel experience in the mountains so i'm really excited about it can't you tell yes no <laughs> no trust me i know i've been hearing about it jeremy loves when i drag drag him in the snow <laughs> i'm not a fan i was in a prison for 24 years i don't want to go if i never saw snow again the rest of my life like i'd be fine which is so opposite like in the northwest it's just like you want it to snow because you're so sick of the rain and you just want to be able to like ski snowboard um sled and just do all the winter activities <laughs> it's just a different though environment too like we're in minnesota and well it's just so much it's colder so cold, it's dude. like extreme arctic weather <laughs> it might not be that cold today for all my people in minneapolis let me take a look here dude it's warm it's 23 degrees today that's warm because what was high. it over Christmas? It was like negative five or something. I think the high was negative five, but it said it feels like negative 27 or something. Yeah, right now Minneapolis is 23, and the, that's the high. The low is 14. It's not as fun to go uh, sledding or play in the snow when your fingers and your toes might freeze off. So that's well, our plan. Lindsay and I are going to go snowboarding on Monday because it's the holiday for most people. And that's don't worry about it. I don't have to drag you up to the mountain anymore. That's, so. why, that's why you have friends. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into the highs and lows of 2022. What was your high? Am I doing professionally or... Professionally and personally. Professionally, it's tough. Like if we're talking monetary stuff, obviously uh, the app has went uh, well for sure. I set some specific goals. We have surpassed those. Maybe I just set them too low, and I think I still suck. I don't know. Um, but we, um, we've we hit those, and we're kind of moving forward. That's cool. But really, to me, it's not – I don't – and I know this sounds probably counterintuitive. Obviously, we've built a business here uh, that has been successful. But I don't look at it in just in terms of, like, monetary goals. To me, that's not the most important thing, and I've never – really operated that way. Obviously we have them, like we have a PNL sheet, we have certain goals and metrics that uh, obviously I want to hit, but I don't, it's like the scale, right? Like it's, it's one measure of, of what professional success is. So like if, if you became stronger and more fit and you felt better about yourself, but the scale didn't move because you wanted to lose 20 pounds, but you only lost 18, is that you're a failure? I would say no, because you have all these other things to compare to. That's the way I look at certain financial goals, you know, for my business and the things I want to do. So if I say, okay, I need, you know, thousands and thousands of people on the app. I need this many, you know, downloads of here. I need this many, you know, clients. I need this much per podcast episode, whatever it may be. And if I come up a little bit short, but the rest of my professional life is riding on high, that's a success. So to answer financially, obviously, the app and the, and the podcast and the things that surround it are doing very well. And I'm very thankful to all of you guys who listen to me ramble on. And so am I. But also, if it's this, you know, something super small like this Sunday Metcon group we started. as It started off as just like me, Rachel, who's now not even here anymore, Lindsay, 
Jeff and like maybe D'Lo and then Chandler would show up once in a while. So we have like a group of like four to six people. And sometimes it'd just be like three of us doing these terrible, terrible workouts that you guys get like a small sample of on Instagram. And now it's like when I show up, sometimes there's 30 plus people. Now it's not a huge difference, although it's, you know, 10 X, but it's not something we advertise. Mm -hmm. It's not something we sell. It's not something that's on the internet. It's just become this like you know, it's like a speakeasy. It's our it's our fight club, <laughs> you know. First rule of Metcon. Don't talk about Metcon. What's but, the password? What's the yeah. secret? It's it's this thing where you know, and then obviously I take it too far. I buy this like super fancy championship belt. We give away all these prizes. We we keep score. You can to see people who are competitive. And I know for a lot of people listening, like, well, Jeremy, that sounds dumb. It'd be way cooler to make you know a shit ton of money. And, and that is in one regard. However, this is cool because it's like it's a community thing. It's not transaction-based. It's not money-based. It doesn't matter when you come into this group if you're a doctor or you're barely paying your bills. If you have $20 million or you have you know $50,000, everybody here is equal, and that's what fitness does. It's this great equalizer. So people who are never going to see each other during the week, mm-hmm. people who live all across the valley can come here on Sunday, hang out, and there's this community kind of camaraderie aspect to it. And so to me, that's super cool that, first of all, people are gravitating to be savages and you know serial killers. But uh, just the relationships that they make. So when you sit and you watch them before and after and they become friends, like I'm proud of that more than than any kind of money I would make. But that's well, it's also because, I mean, back in the day before you started your own business, you wanted to become a basketball coach and you were a strength and conditioning coach. So it's kind of like it's like your basketball team that you get a coach. It's like your own version of that fitness. And I would say anybody, like if you look back on your life, like when you played sports. I mean, all of it is that. Oh, for sure. All of the group sessions are like that, but. But this one, like I get to, like I'll work out with them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like your. Strength and conditioning. You're on the team. Advanced varsity team. <laughs> yeah. Because like when I'm here during the week for me. Your club team. My, my weekly time is different because I'm, it's a different relationship. Mm-hmm. And so with these guys, I can just come die with them, which is fun. And that's the one thing, if you could keep your. You know, that's why I tell people, like, do what you need to do to be happy. But if you want to play, like, a kickball league or a rec basketball league or a rec soccer league, do that. Because that shit was fun when you were 14, dude. And guess what? Don't stop playing as a kid just because you're an adult. Yeah. Now, obviously, you have to do mobility and don't be an idiot because you can't move the same way and do the same things. I go, but that stuff will always be fun to me. I'll always like it. And this is a safer way for me to do it than joining, like, the, you know, 40 and over basketball league so that is one thing that i think is is cool that i do enjoy to answer your question yeah i guess that's like a mix of professional and personal highs uh for me it was like getting back to my old team my old boss some of my old co-workers finally being back in the region that i live in the southwest so um for those of you don't who don't know i was transitioned to a different region all of 2021 and what it, region was that um the midwest the mid-america fourth, the fourth coast <laughs> and uh what are we talking like ohio minnesota mm-hmm. wisconsin all those exciting places no judgment but <laughs> but uh, basically she just talks shit about you guys just <laughs> no so you know. i just was used to traveling to see my clients and accounts in, you know, San Diego, Orange County, are LA. you trying to say san diego <laughs> is somehow better than cleveland ohio it's just different. Not gonna lie, it's, it's, it's very different. It's different. But uh grateful to be back on the team and just the convenience. Like my 
work-life balance and I wanted shorter trips because eventually I would have to start traveling to the Midwest in 2021 and I did not want longer flights and and all of those challenges, stressful, um, just wasn't making me happy. And so I just felt very far removed being kind of isolated. So now I got back to my old team in the beginning of 2022. So I'd say that was a high. I feel like I can enjoy what I do again. And even though um, it was challenging because I'm, you know, working full time trying to help you as much as I can, there were times where I couldn't help as much as I had the last couple of years because I had like a slowdown in my career. Um, but again, very exciting and grateful to have the, the app launch and being able to get on the podcast when I can and help with, with the content creation and filming and, and then meeting some of you that traveled out this year to meet with us at the gym was, is always very, very cool. And, um, quite a few people this year. Yeah. It just makes, it reminds us of like why we do this for so long and uh, just continuing our goal of helping people be healthier and happier. Um, I would say is my high. And then personally just getting to see a lot of friends and family this year, spending a lot of time um, exploring new destinations and uh, just really appreciate getting to see people that came out here, friends and family. And then, you know, in the, on the reverse, like we did the same. So just making that effort, I think was a high on both sides. Yeah. It's a lot when it's, you couldn't do it for an extended period of time. So it's like, you feel like you crammed a bunch of yeah, shit in this year. You're saying yes to everything. <laughs> so hopefully next year it's more, it makes Normal. more fluid sense mm-hmm. where I'm super thankful, but man, it's, you did some really dumb shit this year. Like in terms of too much back to back. I don't mean that negatively towards you, but I it's know. like, you're doing stuff. I burnt, like, my, I burnt myself out. I'm like, God, dude, you're going to be, cause mm-hmm. I'm like, well, she's going to come back and just be a train wreck. And not like towards me or anything, but you're just going to be a smoke show. Yeah. Because it's just so much. And I, and I know we all want to make it work. And that's where as you get older, and you've learned this too, you just have to say no to certain mm-hmm. things because every... Know your limits. Yeah. Where it's like, is this thing... And again, I'm willing to do it sometimes. Okay, I'm going to be exhausted to do this because it's super important to me and these people. But I can't do that all the time because then I'm not healthy. Well, and that goes into my low was I feel like I did burn myself out. <laughs> So that was kind of a low period where I did feel like I had burnout pretty bad. And uh, there was also like a lot of changes with work. So that made it challenging, kind of stressful, very demanding, a lot of high expectations for our industry, rebounding, being one of the last to recover out of the pandemic. So we had really large revenue goals, things like that. Um, I had all brand new accounts to manage, kind of starting all over again from scratch. So it just was a combination of, and then doing too much, saying yes, and trying to, you know, have fun along the way. But... I feel like you had burnout last Friday when I came home. Were you burned out? If like I, I never just sit and watch... Oh, what are you talking about? Do you remember last <laughs> Friday when I drove yeah, home? Yeah, I had a girls' night, and okay. Lolly and I stayed out a little bit too late in Old Town, and yeah, I couldn't get off the couch the next day. Done. Which, I'm yeah. never like that. I mean, you're still working. 
But you were just had your com- you had your computer like on the couch like doing your stuff, and usually like you're in your office sitting down like focused. But you were just, I could tell you were done. I got home at, like what eleven. Mm-hmm. You're having a rough, uh, having a rough I go. I was. There. Not quite the same as no nope. when you were twenty three. Gotta stay away from old town. <laughs> was it fun though? It was fun. Yes. But yeah. So what about your lows? Um. I don't really have any, man. You're just... Uh, It's hard to complain. It really is. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything that was... Well, I think for you, just trying to do it all, keep on top of it all, balancing it all. Like, you do so much. Yeah. But it's like not a a negative. Like... It's not a negative. It's just saying what was, like, your challenge of 2022. um, Well, again, if you're trying to do all the things that we do here... You just have to be very diligent with the time, and you re- you rely on a bunch of other people too to to make that happen. I think you're burned out right now. <laughs> of what you? <laughs> well, a little, a little bit. I think you need some rest and rejuvenation. Oh, I've been tired of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, like we have a, a staff member leaving, we have another one coming We're in on. Tr- you're they're, in transition mode. They're both on vacation, which is fine for them. I go, but Monica and I have to pick up the pieces, and in the same note. We have deadlines for the podcast and, and the people who support the podcast, and we have deadlines for the app, which we have a development team that works on stuff. So what I thought was going to be a relaxing December was not that. I'm like, some of these days, yeah. I'm here for 14 straight hours, like, which is a lot. It's December 30th, and I'm like, I literally just started relaxing like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and there's just a lot of things like when you have a facility, like we're replacing the turf, so I got to mm-hmm. deal with these. There's a lot of like... Just little logistical things and other just, I'm not going to talk about just bullshit stuff that's come my way that I need to get rid of um, and do. So, but that's running a business, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to, I say it all the time, if you want to be the man, like you you have to just be the man, dude. And sometimes you got to put on your big boy pants and just do shit, even when it's the Christmas season or whatever it may be. And that's not to say I'm better than anybody else, but if you're going to be in the world of like entrepreneurship, and this is just my quick side rant. There is like an, an ugly side to it, if you will, where it's, it is very challenging. It's very demanding. Um, it is very lonely at times. And there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to do because the buck does stop with you. If you're going to be the person, everything is your responsibility. Everything is going to always fall back and come back to you. Now, on the flip side, you get this ridiculous amount of, of praise and, and, and maybe sometimes more than you even deserve. So there's two sides of the coin, but it is a lot, especially if you hey, I want to have an, an online business. I want to have an in-person business. Those are two both full-time jobs you're operating plus all the other things we do. So I don't take it as a negative, but at times, yeah, it is, uh, it's a lot to do. And sometimes it's fun. It's a challenge to see what you can do. But you also realize like you're getting older and your patience level with certain things is running thin and I'm less, less willing to put up with bullshit. Um, than I used to be, but I'm very grateful for where I'm at and the people who obviously support what we do and all the people who want to like work with me and work with us. It's great. Yeah. I've had a, an amazing year of like the people that are willing to come on the podcast and like reach out to me and want to come on. That's a high still blows my sure. mind. Like, like I can't believe the connections that oh, dude. you've made and the best people mm-hmm. and what they do. And it, I feel I get this 
secondary education by listening to them. And obviously every Same episode here. you hear, yeah, every episode you guys hear, if it's like a three hour episode, these people were here for like five hours, mm-hmm. if not more. And then you're doing the pre-work to just learn about their industry or their bio and, and all those things and come up with, you know, good, good answers to have a conversation or questions for a conversation that you learn a lot along the way, but it's several hours goes into it even before you start recording. Yeah. I would, I would say this to people. I don't know how it would work for you when you're first starting out, but if you want to success hack your way to a lot of things, if you create a platform that is, you know, if you want to call it successful, you're going to get access to super smart people and you get to learn about a lot of things and educate yourself. And that's kind of where I find myself in. So that's, that's super cool. And I'm willing to exhaust myself and deal with other shit um, in order to keep doing that. And I know it helps you guys and you guys like it. And I thank you for the feedback. And if you're on Apple, drop it a five star. Don't be a lazy ass. If you're on Spotify, drop it a five star too. If you listen to 500 episodes and you never reviewed the podcast, please just do it. (laughs) Stop being so lazy. My God, do your mobility. Or share share the episode on your social media if you prefer to that to do that versus leaving a review. <laughs> yeah, do your mobility and share it. Drop some reviews. That's your Christmas gift to Heather and I. We thank, <laughs> yes, we thank, thank you, you for it in advance. Um, Goals. Yeah. So we asked our community for some questions, and the next one is New Year. What are our New Year goals? So we have the 47-day transformation program that we run every January. So I always use it as a time and a tool for me to set personal and professional goals. Um, So obviously a lot of it's health and fitness focus, but then I also, there's a component in there that allows you to look at everything from your career to your relationships um, finances. Finances. So I use that time to start setting my goals. But one of them for sure will be no drinking for 47 days. And I'm actually really excited about it because I feel like, yeah, it just with the holidays and I took a break, you know, in the fall, but now I'm ready to have another cleanse and not just for the physical benefits, but um, just mentally, I just want to feel better overall. Um, and that is one of my goals as well as my sugar intake, which I don't eat a lot of sugar, but still you'd be surprised that when you start tracking your nutrition, how it can sneak up on you. Is there a number you pick to be under? Or I like around matter? 30, 30 grams. It's low? Yeah. 40 grams. It's like a banana. Mm. What's a banana? Twenty-seven. I mean, I don't eat bananas. I'm not a huge fan. No, I know. I'm just saying. No, I I don't know, but oh, I usually. Sorry, sorry, guys. Heather doesn't eat bananas. No, she's oh above, my gosh, she's above us. Banana. No, I eat a here. lot of like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> she goes that route. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna focus on that and just you know kind of get my macro ranges in check. Um, and you feel better though doing that. Yeah, and then. One of my other goals is just to really establish a new morning routine because I feel like I was good for a lot of the months in 2022 and then most recently the last few months I had not, I don't have as good, I want to refine my morning routine as far as taking more time for meditation, breathing, um, and just sticking with a pattern and a process. Do you notice a difference when you do or don't do it? Yeah. 
Like immediately or just over I'm time? just more distracted, not fo- not as focused, not as relaxed. Um, yeah, just a lot of negatives. Yes. <laughs> Noted. What else? For me, I want to, which I continue to basically do now, but four days at JSF working out. And then on my off days, I usually go for a walk or run, hike. I love to try to get my 10K steps. So that's another one. Oh, um, you always do 10, dude. Mm-hmm. You're like a 20K person. I mean, we don't need to keep going on and on about Let's my Let's keep going because I want you to make these public here. So when if you <laughs> don't do them, I can talk shit about you in like mm-hmm. a month or so. You're going to hold me accountable. Well, the public will here because someone will chime in and remember. So I do want to get back to posting workouts on Instagram. So I need to set a goal for at least two workouts on Instagram each week. I need a start date, though. I'm thinking next week. January. I'm snowboarding Monday, so. So the week of January 9th, you'll begin. Yes. Okay. And then a podcast every month, if I can, with you. But it might have to be like. That's doable because I every mean, if, other month. if you want to say 12 in a year, that's not that many. Yeah. Because some months you could do two, mm-hmm. and some months you could just do one, based on what's going on. <sighs> this one, he'll definitely hold me accountable. Save more money, um, budget, communicate expenses. That second part. Weekly. The, the save more money ain't hard. Yeah. Sp- budget. Budgeting weekly with Jeremy. The B word. Um, Should be excited. Mm-hmm. Very excited. <laughs> Can you hear it in her voice, everybody? And then travel, go to new destinations, Maybe repeat some of our favorites, like a Maui trip. Yes. If I can get hooked up. And some of the new destinations I would like to experience, I know you do too, Montana or Wyoming. Uh, Maybe some other parts of Colorado. Yellowstone. Yeah. (laughs) And then lastly, a house um, that goes in line with the budgeting. Who knows what the market's going to be like here specifically, um, that maybe towards the end of 23, or we might have to wait till 2024, depending on what's the inventory. It's still really inflated here. So it's not even a, and this is just us speaking freely. It's not even like a money thing. Well, I go into it. We can talk on, oh, about it later. Cause everything out there sucks. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, it's just way overpriced for what you get. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, those are good, some good goals. Yeah, so someone also asked, like, dry January. Yes. Um, Jeremy's going to be doing it, and then I'm going to be doing 47 days. So I'm going to start on Jan- for sure on January 9th, probably before. But I know Lindsay and I will have a beer oh, at the you'll mountain. You'll be <laughs> boozing it up on Monday, my friend. No. Um, well, we just like to have some some nice Flagstaff beers on Monday at the mountain. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm trying to think. If, I, if we just... Um, chill in the hotel tomorrow night with jc yeah i don't think i'll drink anything at all you're not gonna have any of your amazing whiskey collection i don't i'm not a i don't think so how many bottles do you have it's like 40 some like 40 some but a lot of them are gifts too mm-hmm. like we get gifted a lot of stuff here uh if you guys are whiskey people i post it up on instagram mm, a lot of them you bought no about half I would say, well, like, Jan will send me his stuff. Like, I get a lot of stuff. Well, and uh, Jeff, too. 
But yeah, about half of them. But again, it's an over mm-hmm. how long? Like that'll last me 20 lifetimes. For some people, that'll probably last you guys like six months. But yeah, no, the dry January thing I'm a fan of for people. And I'm not saying even if, like, I'm not telling you guys what to do. Do what you want. But it's nice to have these external motivators just to see if you can do it. And I'm not, you can still be super healthy and, and have alcohol every single day if you wanted to, if you had like a legit pour. I saw Mike Rosselda this the other day. He said when they're doing um, the alcohol, um, like intake stuff for clients, like five ounces is the pour. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he goes, nobody does this. And he, he compares it to the peanut butter conundrum where people think they do two tablespoons of peanut butter yeah. and they take the, the basically the tablespoon out of the jar and they have half a cup or like a fourth cup mm-hmm. of peanut butter, which is like four X of what they think it is. And the reason That's I bring that me. up is, yeah, well, because you think it's 200 calories, but it's 800 calories. And you're like, Great. well, why can't I lose weight? It's the same thing with the wine where you're, you just are giving these generous pours, but your one drink is really two drinks. So everything you're trying, we always double it here for clients. When people say, well, Jeremy, I drink three drinks a week. We always say it's six. Mm-hmm. I just think if you can make it 30 days, you're going to notice a difference in your physical body of how you sleep when you wake up. And if fat loss is the goal... It is one of the easiest low-hanging fruits you guys can do. And I say that not just because of the alcohol and the calories. It's because when you're having drinks, it typically leads to other activities in terms of eating that are not the most positive. And not just that. It's a hormone disruptor, so it does mess with your hormones. So that's, I think, a huge motivator for me. It crosses the blood-brain barrier. just want to feel good in your moods, everything. So I think if you guys can do that, especially if you're going to go out and just get lit up, tomorrow you're probably gonna feel like a bag of shit on sunday especially if you're over the age of 25 which is most of you listening because you don't recover the same way you used to so you're probably a complete bag of trash (laughs) heather just made a face um on the day after and then you start to kind of well because you love to just like rub it in my face hey man you know i whatever you want to do with your friends is fine can you please um describe when you woke up in the morning and walked in our guest bedroom what your friend was doing no i'm not gonna put you don't have to say the name i was just okay well i think i already did earlier no you didn't anyways the light was still on and (laughs) this is funny you guys we have grown adults i know she was full just not under the covers just fully in her outfit full night outfit (laughs) on like nothing happened like she was laying in a coffin just sitting there just dead asleep lights on i can still remember like back in the day, I'll share the story quick. The drinking stories are always fun. I was sleeping and you and Emily came back. And this is when we first like moved into our place. So when we we're much, much younger and you were out there. In our 20s. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, you're like 20, probably 27 at the time. You're trying to blow up an air mattress out in the living room. And it has this attachment, you guys, like the most basic attachment. And Heather, for some reason couple of drinks in can't figure out the attachment so she's basically trying to butt it up to nothing and i am like trying to you know when you're like asleep you wake up but then you lay there and hopefully they figure the shit out and you can just fall back asleep well after like 15 minutes this air mattress blows up in 90 seconds i go out there she's not even connecting it right so i connect it blow the thing up just so they'll just be quiet i go back to sleep heather goes to sleep i wake up in the morning like i always do early before everybody and i'm going into work 
and I look out in my living room and the air mattress is sitting there fully blown up and our friend Emily is laying there again in her full clothes on the floor right next to the air mattress, just like completely dead. So if you can do a dry January, you can avoid moments like this, you guys, of feeling like garbage and you'll just be healthier and you'll probably make better food choices and you'll look leaner. And then I guess it just goes to show that if you can do it for 30 days, you can do it in other situations and scenarios. So you don't always have to give in to the social pressure and the habits. If that's something that does hold you back from reaching your goals, mm-hmm. but you won't get funny stories, but you'll feel better. You're right. Okay. <laughs> okay. This one was bad workouts versus no workouts. Talking about like burnout, weather, um, different factors like lack of motivation, Overexercise, rest days, recovery tips as we age. Um, I do think there are bad workouts you can have for sure. For most people, I'm going to generalize here, and there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. You doing something is almost always better than you doing nothing. Like going for a walk. Yeah, foam rolling. Doing a, a light mobility flow, even like on your couch or on the ground, is probably better than you doing nothing. Now, if you just went and did an Ironman and you're completely just crushed and you can't move, yeah, maybe you need a day to kind of just like lay and move. But for most people, I don't think overtraining is the problem. Now, there is people, obviously, we see a lot of people inside of the app who do more exercise than myself. I don't know their recovery process. I don't know what they eat. I don't know what they, you know, do for sleep. Who knows? Um, but even those guys, I don't know if they're overtraining. There, there could be under recovering and uh, and a lack of mobility. But there are for surely bad workouts you can do. And there's times where, if you're super tight, um, meaning like if you guys do foam roll, and if you don't, please do uh, tissue work. You have to mobilize your tissue. You really do, uh, because when you're already tight, and you have these restrictions in the tissue, and then you don't stretch and you don't go through a mobility flow. You're just going to get tighter and tighter and tighter, and things are going to be out of alignment. You're going to feel bound up, and you're going to have this referred pain in your knees, hips, ankles, you name it. It's going to happen. So if that's the case you're in, just spend the time some days doing a heavy mobility flow and just walking, and that might be better for you in terms of recovery than actually just going in and just doing a Metcon where you die. And I say that because if you want to say, hey, Jeremy, what are your goals for 2023? Because Heather didn't ask because she doesn't care. Um, my oh, yeah. Goal, my, I'm my, sorry. <laughs> my, my goals, I don't matter. It's just like our house with furniture. It's not like I'm not even there. She just decorates and just slots me in where she can. Uh, mobility for me is a big piece, and that's the a major focus. And obviously, BJ was on the podcast a week ago. He had to rebuild his body for a handful of reasons. And not that I'm in the same boat, knock on wood, I've been very lucky with things like that. But I've always so been very in tune with my body and have a level of body awareness where I'm very, I'm very in tune with what is going on. But as I do get older and we say that on here and it's kind of like a joke and people are like, well, Jeremy, I'm 55. I'm like, yeah, but you don't do what I do for a living. Like, yeah, I know you're exercising, you're 55, but like the level and the clip at which I'm doing it at and it's still for performance wise and how I look, it's really tough to do, um, to keep this, I mean, basically doing this every single day, 365. So mobility has to be a huge piece for me. I have to spend the time and do it. I have to Same spend with me. probably at least 15 minutes before every single workout and really work on the things that are 
you know, bothering me and holding me back. And I notice if I even skimp on it a little bit, or I try to breeze through it or push through some stuff, um, these little nagging injuries will kind of rear their ugly head. And then I have to deal with them on the back end. So I'm trying to do almost like prehab so they don't pop up and just be really aware of what's going on. So I guess if it answers the question, always do something. It just doesn't have to be this murder session of a workout. And I understand lack of motivation in these things and the weather dude and I'm not trying to harp on it it sucked here the last couple of days yeah it's gloomy gray dark I haven't um, seen the sun it in was two days raining quite a bit and then it's been off and on rain for the last few days so I'm just not motivated motivated by this weather at all and how people live in it man bless your heart dude because I'm just so soft at this point I can't do it but you have to find a way. You like do. yesterday, I was not motivated at all. And I didn't come up to the gym. And after I did my work, I just was like, I have to get outside. And it was gloomy. But it wasn't, it's not like so, it's not super cold out. It's like no. 55 or whatever. We're so just, I, We're soft here. And we so I'm like, I can't, can't complain. So I threw on my shoes and went for a jog. It was not a great run, but at least I moved my body. I got 10,000 steps in. Um, but I have learned to listen to my body and there's days where I'm like, nope, it's just a long walk day. And I do mobility and stretching every single day because if I don't, I sit there on my computer and I'm in pain or it makes me not want to work out the next day or I'm afraid of injury. (laughs) And I'm like, I just want to keep being able to do the things that I love to do, like snowboarding, for example, so I know I'll I'll still feel great doing it at 37 and not hopefully hurt myself. No, but you start to realize like what the scope of what you can do is. And you're never going, if you never stop using these skills, you're not going to lose them. Even if they diminish over time and you, you can't do it with the same proficiency, that's okay. But you're still in the game and you're still playing and... I guess when I look at in terms of you guys who are stuck in places where the weather sucks, like if you're in the Midwest right now um, or like the Northeast or even the Pacific Northwest and it's like rainy and I, know, I feel horrible with all the people and cloudy in the East coast dealing with this blizzard, you know, what would I do? Um, I always say move because that's what I did do. But if that's not an option and you don't want to do that, you really have to just find something you're willing to commit to that minimum effective dose that you're not going to say no to every day, whether that's in your garage or in your home gym, create the environment or you put on Rocky four and pretend you're fucking Stallone out in the snow training to beat Drago. Like you do some just crazy things that motivate you, whether it's a song or a movie, but you have to have those goals. And we do this in our 47 day transformation. We tell people, print this out, write it down, print it out, put it somewhere. So it's not like you're always pushing yourself towards your goals. You're pulling yourself towards your goal. Like it's pulling you out of bed saying, Hey bro, this is what you committed to. You signed a contract with yourself. You're not going to quit. So get the fuck up and go do it. Even if it's rainy or it's cold and it's dark and it sucks at times, dude. Like, do I like coming to work in the dark and going home in the dark? I really don't. I go, but I made a commitment and I'm going to follow through Mm -hmm. and do it. And if if you doing that during the, the, the crappy weather times or the, the lack of motivation times or whatever, that is going to set you guys up for when the weather is nice, for when your schedule is more chill, mm-hmm. when your kids aren't driving you fucking nuts. Like that will put you in a path to be successful because you'll say, well, hey, I pushed through when all these other factors were in my way. Now that things are great, 
I'm just going to crush, but you have to do it in the tough times to be able to kind of breeze through the easy times. Well, you have to find a process that works for you and maybe a, a new process. Maybe your old process doesn't serve you anymore. Or you're not motivated by it. It and probably doesn't. Yeah. You're older. You're different. I almost like to do it like a reset every year and, you know, reevaluate what has worked well, what can I continue to do, and then what areas do I need to change it up and what's exciting and motivating and what do I feel like now in this year will work for me moving forward. So it's always trial and error. Well, because I think if those things don't change over time, they're not going to mean as much to you. Mm -hmm. And if I think of my early fitness life or even for you, when we're younger, the motivation is I want to look good in my swimsuit for Mm -hmm. whatever. I'm not saying you still don't care about that, but that's not really your primary driver. The way that you eat, the supplements you take, and when you sleep, you're not doing those three things just to look good in a swimsuit for a vacation picture. No, I want to feel good and I want to be healthy internally and externally. And that changed for you at some point. I don't know when. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I don't I mean? know when it did. Maybe because 30. That was always your thing was like, well, I want to look good for this. Mm-hmm. And again, I, that's important, dude. Oh, like, I still, yeah. It's just, it's harder these days. <laughs> but again, your the goals have shifted. And I think overall, you're the healthiest you've ever been. And you look the best you've ever looked because you're doing it from this internal standpoint Versus external. And I'm not saying don't have external motivators in terms of vanity because we all want to look like fucking rock stars. I get it. But if you can attach it from if I do these things daily, I'm going to feel good and have the energy. And if you do it long enough, and that's why I say even on the shit days, just show up and do something. You're creating a daily discipline and a habit where it will become just like, well, I would never go a day without brushing my teeth. Mm -hmm. You would never take a dump without wiping your ass. This becomes that for you. This just becomes something you do. You become a fitness person. You become a person who always eats fiber. You become a person who always takes athletic greens. You become a person who always does mobility. You do it long enough, it'll be really hard to find yourself going without it. And if you do go without it, you'd be like, wow, I can feel the difference. I need to get back to doing that thing. I agree. So what are your 2022 goals for the new year? Well, 2022 is this year. 2023. So uh, <laughs> getting the years correct for sure. I wrote, um, yeah, 2023 goals. Um, You know, I do, it's just to better take better care of myself overall. I already do, but to a different clip where I just need to do things for me more than just for everybody else. Because I do everything for everyone else. And I don't do that much stuff for myself. So that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So that's like when Heather. Hopefully you stick with so it. So like when Heather says, will you come snowboarding with me? I'll say no. <laughs> I need to do this for myself. Um, that's probably the big one um, among anything else. I like a lot of other things I'm doing. I mean, we have certain financial goals and stuff for like personal ones in the app and stuff. But if I do, if I just show up every day and I do things that, you know. Maybe have more fun. But I, again, I do have. I know you have fun. But that's it's a hard part because work, from you've th- created work, uh, a work environment and a business that is fun for you. Yeah, and it's hard for people on the outside. to They say, don't well, get it because every like people that don't have their own business or doing like following their passion. It's like when I think of <laughs> what I do, it's just a job. 
you know. Well, you like parts of it. Yeah, there's some fun and exciting. But it's a task that has to be. Moments yeah. and perks. But your day-to-day, you truly do enjoy. Yeah. I would change certain things in a perfect world, but we're serving other people. So mm-hmm. we're, we're doing things for them. And that's, for someone who doesn't do this or is not does not know me and has been around me, that, like I'm going to go drive to Palm Springs. And I'm going to have dinner with BJ and his wife. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to go out to dinner. That's work. Now, this is like one of my super close friends. We're going to sit and bullshit for three hours on a podcast and talk for probably 10 hours overall. It's going to make us both money. It's going to help a bunch of people. That's my job. And my job is to come in here and put on Kingpin and play Tupac and do exercise with 20 people I would probably hang out and have a beer with anyway. That's what the fuck I've created. pretty cool. And if you look at my office, it's the dopest office of all time. No, Heather might not like it. I go. No, there's definitely some photos I really appreciate and posters. What about the, Beth, the newest? Beth Dutton yeah. right next to Rip there. It's pretty, pretty badass. So no, for me. Number one fan. Yeah. When I say normal people stuff, just like little hobby things that I like to do that I can make time for. But you're in, anybody who's listening, if you're setting goals and you want to be successful, Whatever that means to you, if it's if it's monetary, if it's impact, if it's being fake famous, whatever your thing is, there's no fucking balance, dude. There just isn't. I'm sorry. Um, if you can find it for you, whatever that is, that's cool. But there is no 50-50. Last year, I was not interested in any of that. And I really probably never will be. But if I was going to transition all of our stuff into a digital app, it was going to take me doing a ridiculous amount of work for a long period of time to make that happen and be seamless. And that's just what I had to do. And so I had to give up a bunch of things to get there. But now that that is built, not that I'm still not going to grind for that thing, I go, but a lot of the base work, I don't have to redo. It's just in there. So I can take little gaps to where, hey, we can go to a basketball game next Thursday, which we will, and do all these little things. Go Cougs. Yeah. It'll be, uh, I like doing things WCU like that. WCU and ASU. Yeah. Which will be fun. Mm-hmm. So I love going to the basketball games. My biggest goal is just to be able to kind of do what I want, when I want, how I want, and really not have to alter my schedule in a way that I want to. And if I do that, everything else I want to do is just going to work out. But that's me. I I just need to have my brain be clear of bullshit. And the longer I've done this, the more I've created an environment where that's happened. And, you know, I know that sounds arbitrary to a lot of people, but I just commit to my process. And if I can do my process, I can be healthy. I can be happy. I can have, you know, hopefully one or two good ideas a year and uh, create something that provides all of you guys value. And that's kind of my goal is just to keep, you know, at the end of the day, why I started this is to not hate my Wednesday. And that's kind of the goal moving forward. And I'm going to do this as, as long as it's fun for me. That's it. I'm a simple dude. I like it. Uh, the next one is... Where are we at? Fear of hitting goals or timelines by a certain age. So I took it as like life milestones. So um, like, mar- which we've gotten this question a couple times and we just haven't really touched on it in a while. Um, but for example, marriage, babies, house, travel, career, finding your passion. And then obviously it could be hitting your goals by a certain age your health goals, fitness goals. Um, can I just say my two cents quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, those things are bullshit. Can we just agree? Yeah. These are all nonsense. And stop comparing yourself to someone else's life or what 
America culture society norms, you know, deliver us on a daily basis. But what'd you say? I know I'm guilty of it what too. Did you say? I'm guilty of it too, and I'm the first to admit. When did you do this last? I'm just saying it right now that two I'm... nights ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I didn't even want to talk about it because I know you're just gonna like put me on blast. Oh, because nobody understands my life and what I live with here. They don't understand what I have to deal oh, with. Oh, I would with be. You. That would. It's like a dream. It's like every day is a gift. Didn't someone just say every day was a gift that you get to live with me? Or did they say that because it was you? Oh, they said, yeah, because someone on Instagram said living with you because of you. They think you're like beautiful and you are. I think he was an old man. But he's like, hey, your husband should be so happy every day is like Christmas. I'm like a gift to you and I like how to show it to him. I'm like, just reminder. Some guys said every day. I am the best Christmas gift. um, Could you have snapped in the outfit you were wearing when he messaged you? Those are my house clothes. Yeah. In your house jacket. Um, what were you saying? So I'm guilty of it. I think most people are. Apparently Jeremy's not. He's just like mastered this. Uh, this is, you know, your own life, your own journey, your own timeline, your own. I have to remind myself of this. Um, you create your own memories, your own experiences. And we only get so many precious years of life. So stop wasting them, focusing on being distracted with everyone else and what they're doing and when they're doing it. Again, it's something I continue to work on. Um, I have to, you know, focus on this habit because it can be very toxic and it can be just, it, it doesn't lead to happiness. It does the opposite. It steals your joy. Like you've always heard comparison steals your joy is the thief of joy. Um, what's well, an envy thing is what's like the downfall of, of most people's happiness is you just, I'm not telling you what to do on social, but I, and no offense anybody, I don't look at what you're doing and I don't look at your stories. And you've mastered that. Because I that. don't give a shit. And mm-hmm. it's not a, nothing against you. I'm too busy doing what I have to do. And you don't want to be distracted. No, because mm-hmm. it would. If or make I, you feel a certain way. I would, I'm sure if I went and compared to all my friends doing all these, and again, because what you're doing is you're taking a sample size of, of 15 different people's lives and then you're comparing it to your own, which is not a realistic thing anyway. So it's making you feel inferior with what you're doing and you, you're getting the FOMO and the jealousy and all these things. And it's a, it's a really immature trait to have and a lot of people suffer with it. And I'm not saying I don't ever compare like I think it's a natural thing we all kind of keep stats and we look across the board but when I'm doing it if I ever do I look at it across all areas not just like well hey if if Rick makes more money than me super cool I'm happy for Rick is Rick healthy is he happy does he have good friends does he have a good relationship with his wife like there's a lot of things that come into play is he shredded you know the things that really matter to me and that's kind of how I see it because I'm not going to get anything good out of it and if you're this is my pro tip if you're on social media and you're following people and you're watching them and you're listening to them and they don't make you feel good stop fucking doing it like and you might think it's helping you like oh this is my friend but if you have this like childish jealous envy shit going on just mute them dude or put some guardrails up where you don't watch their stuff you mute. yeah oh god <laughs> this bullshit uh, if you if you like look at your friend and your friend's got a car that you want and it's really bothering you because they got a new car and, and you don't have one it's making you feel a certain kind of way stop looking at it same thing if your friend just bought a house or whatever the thing is stop 
doing those things. You cannot, nothing good's going to come from it. And you probably, a lot of people do find themselves in that cycle and they keep going back to it, this toxic thing over and over and over and over again. And if you just didn't look at it, and you don't have to, by the way, you'd realize, wow, I have so much in my life. Yeah, focus on all your blessings, everything that you have. And I need to, sometimes I have to change my mindset and be very intentional about it and separate that for myself. Well, think about it. You can do that. Like I have a problem too. I think a lot of achievers, like you do too, it's like you do it in a different way, but it's like, what's next? Like I, I, I'm always constantly looking at the future. Okay. What's the next thing? What's the next goal? That's like how I think of it a lot of the time, but I need to just be more present and just be grateful with where I am and, and celebrate everything I've achieved so far and all again, everything that God's blessed me with. Well, and I think if you look at your life, you realize you have way more than you ever thought you'd probably have. Not everybody. And if you're at a certain season of life right now and you keep working your ass off and you don't quit, you are going to win. The only way you literally are ever going to fail and not make it is if you just quit and give up. But if you just keep working hard and you keep doing the things you have to do every day, it's going to work out for you. You're going to build enough momentum and a big enough foundation where you are just going to keep building and building and building and it will work. But what you can't do is just sit around and look at everything else and make it make you feel a certain way. Because if someone came to me and said, hey, Jeremy, at when I started doing this, like really full, full time, like I'm 25 years old, right? And they said, hey, man, like this is all the stuff you're going to have at 39. Here's all the money you're going to have made. Here's all the things you own. Here's all the people you've got to meet. Here's the places you've traveled. Here's all the friends you have. Here's all the, you know, bullshit accolades and awards, whatever. I'd have been like, that's the coolest fucking life of all time. And I really still feel that to this day. I truly do. And I don't think a lot of people look at that that way. Just imagine your younger self. If you could look, mm-hmm. if you could forecast the future and be like, man, that's so much. And then I have the experiences of like, hey, we're going to go adopt a family where they're homeless. Yeah. How can I sit and be like, my, my car's not good enough. My house isn't good enough. I don't make enough money. These people have nothing. Mm-hmm. And again, it, effort's not equal across the board. And go, we've, we've killed ourselves to get to where we are today with no financial help for sure. You know, so you have to also be like, give yourself credit in that way, but then on the reverse, but I also had parents who were like, do what you want to do. But also like, like, if you believe in God, the universe, higher power, whatever, like some people are just lucky. Like you just get like, we were born into our families that we were born in, you know? Yeah. Well, again, we don't all start off on the same goal line. We really don't. And so having that perspective, I think, is real too, both ways, both good and bad. So for the fear of hitting your goals by a timeline, I think that's horseshit. I got friends where they've had 20 different careers, and then they'll turn 42 years old, and they'll start a business, you know, and now they're living their dream. That's a real story of friends of mine. Like, I got a buddy who started a brewery in his 40s. -hmm. He had literally 20 different careers, probably more. And then he started doing this and it's like, he really loves it. It's his passion. He's found what he wants to do. I didn't just stumble on this, you know, right after college, I fumble fucked through a couple of things and I, you know, find myself completely dead broke, packing up my car, driving out here. And it just, I've kind of put my head down ever since then. And, you know, I didn't, I bought a condo, you know, I didn't buy a house right away. Um, Heather moved in, we bought a dog, then we bought a house, then we got married. We've done things in a 
a real roundabout way. And, and the age thing didn't mean shit to me. I don't think that matters. And but I, we also were very career focused. You know, we were we we were hard workers at a young age, like starting through college after college. And I feel like that was our main focus was like, let's chase after our dreams individually. And then once we met as a couple and it was like, I was going after promos- promotions, chasing titles <laughs> in the corporate world. You were like, I'm going to start a business and grow it and, you know, follow these opportunities. And, and then like, I think it's normal though to question, well, what should I do next? Or you know, at a certain age, you kind of, now that I'm in my late thirties and you're approaching 40, it's like, well, what do I want to be doing in 10 years? Is this, how do I want to do it? Do, does this still make me happy? Is it worth continuing? You know, and I think that's a normal, a lot of us question like what we're doing for career and, um, but you do have to be honest with yourself and talk through it with your partner and, um, just kind of figure out those steps moving forward in order to continue to be happy and fulfilled in what you're doing for work. Um, but it takes time, you know, to figure it out. Like we don't know what we're going to be doing in 10 years, but no. And you should audit, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot and see like, Hey, how much money do I need to make? How much stress do I want to take on? What kind of lifestyle, which I think is the most important, not, how big a house should I live in or what neighborhood or what kind of car should I drive or what do I want my job title to be? And I'm, I don't care what you think's important. The number one thing is your lifestyle. Yeah. And, and so going, I kind of broke it up in topics. So we touched on career, but going into the house situation has been a topic in our household for several years. Well, it's it, been like a one-way topic. Well, basically. yeah, we have a very unique plan compared to most people, uh, which can feel for me, just kind of alone in this journey, um, because it's different than what most of our friends and family do. And everybody's different. And we decided years ago to pay off our house, our current house in 2020, which we're so blessed to be able to do. But we like killed ourselves to do it. And then five years ago, was it five years ago, we bought this building five years. And so we made the decision to invest in a commercial space, which is where we have the gym. So taking on a big business mortgage. And I know you have specific goals, financial goals on when you want that to be paid off. And um, just to give us flexibility in the future. And I understand that because I know eventually you're not going to want to be running it a gym, you know, at some point and you'll have the opportunity to rent it out or sell it. Um, but it's like having those conversations and what do we want our lifestyle to be like? How much financial freedom do we want? And it's challenging because I have a lot of friends now, you know, buying homes or renovating homes and, and I'm like, Oh gosh, I want, you know, like, I want to do that now. But at the same time, like our goals are just so different with how, we want our own journey um, moving forward to feel and the flexibility of what we can do. Um, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. just different than a lot of people. Well, you're you are in this entrepreneurial kind of life. It's a different thing, and that fitness is a different. And that those are all different too. Like we have clients here that run their own businesses, but my timeline is different as well. And 
BJ and I talked about this at length the other day. Like, I'm not going to be doing this this way when I'm 55 years old. It's just not going to happen. And sorry if you guys want to see that. Um, I'm not doing it. Um, not at this clip. It's just not. Right. I don't even know what kind of metaverse fucking AI weird shit we'll be doing by that point. But oh, I'm not going to be making. Don't even want to think about that. I'm not making TikTok videos if whatever the TikTok thing is, you know, 15 years from now. So. How can we make our life easier moving forward? And I continue to go back to that question because I, I understand, like, I don't want to take out more debt, another mortgage, um, because that just, I feel like is taking steps backwards and it's, I have to be patient and I continue to understand that more and more as I get older. (laughs) Yeah. Well, our, our boat is different. Like Mm -hmm. if we are to do it, it's for investment properties to create income and no offense anybody when you take out a mortgage on your personal home that's just where you live like that's not a it's not an investment you need somewhere to live you're not going to sell that thing and if you do at that point then maybe you get a couple bucks but your primary that's just where you live like so that that thing people like oh your house has made you so much money dude i've lived in it for 10 years i guess it's appreciated in value it's never paid me a dollar it's gonna go down (laughs) like it's but it's never paid me a buck like i pay money to live there i pay money to fix things now, when you have income properties, that cash flow, that's a different thing. We are just in a, in a different boat and you're in a lonely, again, I say entrepreneurship is a lonely bubble and fitness is too, because we are some of the first people in fitness to go through this whole cycle. Yeah. There's not that many people to communicate to and pull from. And I always used to joke and I'm not saying I'm special, but I would say, people say, what, Jeremy, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, establish by 35, retire by 40. And people will laugh at me. Like I was fucking crazy. Oh, I know. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Now I'm, here we are. And if I don't want to do some of this stuff. You have the choice to do whatever you want, you want. and change it. And that was super hard to do. And so do I. Like I can change it whenever I want. If you want to go work at Walmart, dude, <laughs> I'm super cool with that. If you're happy greeting people and giving them high fives, like whatever your thing is. But I tell you it all the time. To, and this is not a, this is just us speaking freely here. And this is this goes along with like timelines and setting goals and what you should do. There is no rules. This is all made up shit. Everything we've done is made up. A lot of the things that people follow, in my opinion, are just programmed from somebody else. They're not original thoughts. You can live this other kind of life if you set it up a certain way. And I know people say, well, when I get older, I won't do this. I want to have more options as I get older, not less. I want to less have more stress. more freedom, not less. Less stress, not way more. Now, some things will just happen. Yeah, and there's always going to be life stress, but I mean, not not that not I created adding for more myself. Financial stress. There's less no, financial stress. I already won that game. Yeah. So I, I don't need to go back to it. I just and I say that, and I'm not judging anybody else. You do what's best for you. But for me to be inspired and be creative, I need to have my mind free of other things. And it's not all about money, but yeah, when you have money, and it can solve some problems for you. Life does get fucking easier in, in certain instances. When I can just write a check, solve a problem, and keep moving, I sleep better at night. Mm-hmm. And it's a different path. So like our path, like in a, in a, the example I give is like when I'm younger, let's say even five years ago, six years ago, my life has changed drastically in the last six years. Mm-hmm. I think we can all admit that. Friends of mine who have like real jobs, like in corporate America, let make them, made more money than me, more important job title where I'm showing up saying, well, I'm Jeremy the trainer. In the beginning, yeah. Even six, seven years ago. Yeah. 
my life is way different now. No, I know. But I had to take a different path. I was on a different timeline. So maybe it took me longer mm-hmm. to get here. But now, from now till I'm dead, it's a different scenario. And maybe that's your path, you guys. Maybe you're doing a job right now that sucks and yeah. you change careers and you just love it. And, and that's my point of bringing it up because our unique, it's different. And it's okay to be different even though it is not the norm and you'll get questioned all the time like we do. When are you going to buy out? When are you going to get? Because it's like our starter home that we've lived in for 10 years. Oh. <laughs> and Jeremy hates that term. Who? No offense. Who's starting in my house now? Not, we're not, not a lot of young couples. We're not. No. If we're 25 and 6, where are we living? I know. Not Buc- Buckeye? Like, mm-hmm. and again, anybody who's younger, there's going to be opportunities for you, but just be patient with them and don't, and don't I'm, make decisions just based on what other people are doing. Please, my God. You That's re- my point of bringing it up. You'll regret it for the rest of your life. I'm telling you because I was once young and I never gave a shit what people thought. And it's like, it's a superpower. And maybe that's how I grew up. Most people do not have that gift. So you'll do things on social pressure. Do not make these humongous financial purchases based off social pressure of your family and friends and other people. Just be patient and do what's best for you because when you buy something like for most people, a residential property will be the most expensive thing you buy. You're not going to buy a commercial building. You're not going to get into that game. Very few people do. So I say that to say this, if it's the biggest thing you're going to buy, have it be a blessing. Not a burden. Be ex- You'll be a little bit nervous. You'll, you'll shit your pants a little bit about it, but be happy with it. You should be excited and ecstatic and you're doing it because not because it's going to impress people, not because it's a good quote unquote investment, because you're happy to actually live there and living there will make your life better than where you live now. Mm -hmm. That should be the thesis for you. Please take that to heart and just be patient as you're young right now. Trust me, they're going to keep making homes. There's going to be places for you to live. There's going to be deals coming up. You can go back and listen to the Ken and Daniel podcast. It will help you. It was a great podcast. So informative and just, they have a lot of great experience. And that goes for like your cars and stuff too, man. Like just my advice here, and I always echo this, just live as cheap as you can, as long as you can. It really will. It'll, it's easier so to- So you can have options. Yes. To really, and then be excited and not stressed about the things you do want to purchase. Because a lot of people who are- That are worth it. If you. you're under the age of 35, you probably don't- have never really seen like a recession and Mm -hmm. seen people claw back and seen massive layoffs and with everything going on I just think it's a just sit back do what's best for you and and base that off of lifestyle and happiness not timelines not social pressure anything else I, I think if you really look at what you value most in your life over all material things it's the quality of your life and the happiness that you have and if that comes from you driving a Porsche super fucking cool but just know that's because you want to drive it because you love it, not because what that thing says to the world about you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's my rant. I knew it would get intense. Um, and then the other topic going off of milestones, timelines, is like the fear of maybe not getting married or having kids by a certain age can be hard. As I'll speak for the females um, because you'll always hear like the amount of times I could count about hearing the reference to your your ticking clock, you know? And it's so challenging and confusing as a woman because especially if you, like, are focused on your career and following your own dreams and 
and you're approaching your late 30s or 40s and I'm in that boat where I haven't had kids yet. And yeah, you pay more attention to it as you're getting older because, you know, it is science and you do. Um, thankfully, we live in 2022, 2023, where there's more resources and technology and the science has come, you know, so far for, and a lot of people are waiting to have kids later on in life. So, um, I just, you have to do what's right for you. And I, to be honest, I was, haven't been ready. So I didn't, (laughs) you weren't either. So it's like, we haven't had kids yet because we, we weren't ready. Uh, and I get this question a lot and I've really never addressed it. So I felt like, um, could you imagine me having a kid? When I'm 25, yeah, I'm a dummy. Now, if it happens, it's like it. It's we're ready for it, you know. But like, I'm a different human now than when I was a kid. I just think for us, we wanted to hit. We wanted to be established. We wanted to have all these experiences, and um, we just were on. We were on our own journey. And again, like if you haven't gotten married yet, you're single, dating someone. Just try to do what works for you. And I know it can be hard when you're surrounded by people that you feel like are further further ahead than you in certain ways. If you're somebody who you just like really want to get married, um, it, it's going to happen if it's going to happen. And I would urge you to be, you know, I'm not saying you, you can't. Like, you can be picky, right? But you also have to be realistic. Like, sometimes people just go the opposite way. We're like, nobody's good enough. I'm like, well, you can be alone forever then because you probably ain't that great if you're not attracting a bunch of great people. However, don't rush into it and just do it on a timeline because a lot of your friends that you see are married, no offense, if you're playing the stats, they're not going to be married in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Statistically, it just doesn't work out. How We have so many friends who have been married and divorced and whatever. So if you're on the outside looking in on that, thinking, well, their family's so happy because I love you, Heather. But every time it happens, I never would have guessed. Mm-hmm. Well, what are they going to post? An Instagram picture of them like screaming at each other? Like I know. nobody does that. Yeah. So just know you don't have to be in a rush to do that. And not everybody who's married is super happy, by the way. Like just so we're crystal clear. <laughs> like, just take your time with it, and it's okay. You're not happy with me every day? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, probably parts of each day, but then there's days I'm like, who is this human who lives here? <laughs> who showed up today? Like, what is this? Well, I always sit, frame it like this. I go, I don't know what happened to you today. I don't know what went wrong, but I didn't do it, and I'm not the thing. So we can either talk about it or whatever, but I'm like, I'm not your problem today. Yeah, and I think that just remembering um, to focus on yourself, better yourself, be selfish if you're if you're single, even if you are with in a relationship. Um, there's a time and a place to be self selfish and selfless, and you can be both, and you can do both. I think that's how a healthy relationship works. To be honest, I mean, there's times where I'm want I need to continue to be who I am even though we're married and same with you and be independent and do our own thing that we, that brings us joy and happiness. And then also compromise and do the things that, you know, you love that I need to participate in or be supportive with and vice versa. Um, Well, and for anybody listening, if you find yourself seeing somebody saying like, Oh, are you married yet? If you haven't seen someone in a year, that's a shitty first question to ask somebody. 
Like, it's a really, and I'm not trying to be, to, to make you feel bad, but that's a shitty first question to ask some girl who's 36 years old. Oh, you're not married yet? Oh, you date anybody? There's 800 questions you can ask before I that. Know. Like, that's a dick move, dude. It's the same thing it's when you. It's so old school, too. It's like the old traditional and questions. Can, can I say this? You don't ever have to be married, by the way. Like. And we have friends that just got married at 40 or just had a baby at 40. 45. Dylan. Oh, Dylan, 45. Just got married. And dude, never seen him happier, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think if he would have like tried to force that at 30, whatever, this would probably be marriage number two. And then he probably doesn't meet this person. So there is, you don't have to be married. You can date somebody, just be with them and that's cool. Or you can just be single if that's your thing. You can George Clooney it, Derek Jeter it, back into your career, hook it up. Who knows? Same thing with kids. You don't have to have kids. And that's not something you need to ask somebody anyway. Like, Oh, when are you going to have kids? Again, I'm, I don't want to make anybody feel like shit. And I'm going to share this story and I'm not going to put names on it. I was, I worked with somebody for a, for a long time and eventually they had um, kids. I didn't know this before that. The wife had like seven miscarriages and they only tell me that after the fact that they have kids. So every time you ask somebody like, oh, when are you going to have kids? That person might've just went through something a week ago or a month ago, Mm -hmm. or been going through it for years. And it's an emotional struggle for them. And I'm not telling you what to do, but just be aware when you say things, you don't know what people are carrying or what they came from or what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think we make some of these just random statements and we just kind of pull them out of our ass. And for some people, they don't give a shit. They're like, ah, never, I don't care. You know, I'm not going to have kids and live my life. And some people, it's like an emotional, tough thing for them. So just when you're saying things, just really step back and ask the importance of the question you're asking. And, Especially and re- females. It's like, it's a weird, it thing, was man. such a focus. I feel like it's finally shifting, but that old school mentality and brainwashing, it's like, you know, just the conversations of, well, when's so-and-so going to get married? When's so-and-so going to have a baby? It's like, what about when's so-and-so going to graduate with their masters or start a business or, get that promotion or travel the world or, you run know, a, run an Ironman or do 800 yes. other things in their life that makes them a human being. That's a huge accomplishment in life. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It bugs me if you can't tell, but <laughs> so if anybody out there, like that's the boat you're in, like it's okay. And I, I, I know some of you, if you think, well, all, all my friends, first of all, speaking in absolutes is almost never correct. And You'll be, as, as you get, especially if you're younger and you're listening, as you get older, most of the people I meet here at Jeremy Scott Fitness are on their second life, as mm-hmm. I call it. This is their second marriage. This is their second career. Their this bonus is their, kids. For, yeah. Yes. And I think they're the happiest they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And so you don't got to rush take, into stuff. Take the time to figure out who you are, what you want is really the, the point here that we're trying to get through (laughs) and make yourself awesome and do the things that make you happy. And when people ask you, don't take it like super personal. If you're, if you feel a certain way about it, because those words are, you're just giving them meaning. Like they really don't have any other than the meaning you put on them. So just take it for what it is and just know sometimes people do it just to make conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. And there is no timeline. You might get married at 50 and that Mm -hmm. might be your jam. You might get married at, maybe you date your high school sweetheart and it's the greatest thing ever, but maybe you don't, you know, 
or maybe you just are want happy being with having a life partner and having kids without getting married. Like there's people that do that all the time. I could be happy without being married. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't have made a difference to me. I'm glad we got married, but no, I do. I do see why people don't like, I don't think you need to be. I think we could have saved the money. Still had a party in Orange County with our friends. I liked making it official, but yeah. Whatever. Okay. Next question. Okay. What is the next one? Best books read this year podcast. Ooh. I read uh, Jenna Kutcher, How Are You Really? Which I really enjoyed. And then I listened to so many podcasts, but one that I fell in love with this year was Calm Down Podcast with Aaron Andrews and Krista Thompson. They're so entertaining, hilarious. I feel like I crack up all the time. Um, and they travel all the time because obviously if you don't know who they are, they are um, sports broadcasters and, you know, on Amazon Thursday Night Football as well as ESPN and, and all of the um, NFL games. And so I love listening to those because they have a ton of travel stories for those of you who travel for business and they share so much about like their hotel and airplane experiences, which I find super relatable. And I love the football um, component and they do have some guest speakers as well. That makes it pretty cool. But, and then I listened to Mel Robbins launched her podcast this year. So I started listening to her episodes. What about you? Uh, I'm trying to think of like podcasts that just like stick out um, off top of my head. They're usually just like guessing on other people's stuff. Like the Huberman one on alcohol. Yeah. Obviously, I think is super I need good. to listen to more of his. They're so educational. Andrew H- Huberman, he's the neuroscience professor from Stanford. It's a huge podcast that he has. Yeah. The alcohol one was good. Um, and just some of the ones like in passing, like when we're in the car, like, you know, and I was never like a Dr. Phil fan, but like Dr. Phil oh, yeah. on Joe Rogan. Yeah, that was really good. So some of those are good. In terms of books, it really just depends, like, what you guys are into. I have, like, hundreds on Audible that uh, I refer back to and different ones I dig into. And I listen to them in pieces. If it's, you know, most people know, like, the Atomic Habits, the James Clear. Like, it's mm-hmm. a good um, just habit-based book. If you're, like, in the, in business, to me, like, entrepreneurship type stuff, like, people buy you. Um, that's a Jeb Blunt book. It's super old school, but that really, if you're in our industry or any kind of service industry, whether you cut hair or you're a real estate agent, you're an insurance agent, you're a fitness person, like people do, people buy you, man. They're not buying workouts. Like anybody can get workouts anywhere. They're kind of buying you and what you do. Uh, I also do like the undefeated mind. That's, uh, Alex Lookerman. That's a good book. It kind of talk about, They do some like religion stuff, like they'll talk about like Nietzsche and Buddhism and a couple other belief systems, but more so it's just how you think, um, how you believe, your perspective on the world, if you're into that. I think that stuff's kind of cool. Another entrepreneurship one, The Big Leap, which kind of talks about how to do it. Uh, I also like the book Think Like a Freak, where they kind of describe just different scenarios and, and circumstances of life and the things that we do, how extreme and sometimes ridiculous they are and how we could do them differently in a better way but just a couple off the top i'm happy to send you guys a list uh if you want more of them if it's like money stuff the old school like 
Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover mm-hmm. is a really good like basic book. And then like The Millionaire Next Door is like the original. They just talk about like millionaire habits. Where today in the world it's not as applicable because it's so old, but the principles are always the same. And again, I'm not saying like follow everything Dave Ramsey does and like don't ever use a credit card. Like if you know how to use it responsibly, it's going to benefit you obviously. But really basic things. And, and I say that just because like the habit-based stuff and the basic finance stuff and just the basic mindset things, if you can get a wrap around those and you can obviously, you know, commit to, to training physically and, and eating right, like your life is going to be pretty fucking amazing pretty quick. And I also continue to listen to Rachel Hollis podcast. I just think she has a lot of great content and really helpful, inspirational, um, variety of topics. So I always listen to her as well. And then the next question is winter immunity tips. Number one, athletic greens, because you're getting 75 vitamins, minerals, all in one scoop, plus a free year supply of vitamin D3, K2. So that is vital for your immune system. Yeah. If you guys want a sample, ask. And we're not just plugging it to plug it. Because most people are deficient in vitamin D. And Dude, you, you don't you don't eat enough vegetables. You mm-hmm. just you're not and you're not getting enough sunlight. No, especially if you live somewhere that's not in the winter time. Southern especially. California, Arizona, Florida, mm-hmm. Texas. Um, what else? You got to sleep, dude. Drink a shit ton of water. Like you already know these two things. I do like the electrolyte packets. We should get sponsored by them. I wonder if they do a reach out to them. I know the. I think it's old Ultima. Ultima brand. I love those electrolyte packets. I get them at like natural grocers, sprouts. I'm sure like Whole Foods has it. And if you're eating like gut healthy foods that are fermented, that have real probiotics in them, I think that's key. Pre probiotics. On top of that, I, I mean, love um, the immunity boosting shots, like in the refrigerator section of the grocery store by the kombucha. Uh, the Vive brand or the Core brand, there's like a turmeric, ginger, cayenne type of immune boosting shots that are really great to have. Some of them also have probiotics in them. And again, your athletic greens will have probiotics yeah. and digestive enzymes in there. If you want to throw in additional stuff because you're really like crushing workouts, like the cheap stuff that you can get, like zinc is cheap, quercetin's cheap, vitamin C is cheap, but you'll get, again... If you're only going to buy one thing, Athletic Greens will kind of cover the basis for you guys. And when I say fermented foods, the things like your fermented dairy products, they do have fermented like coconut products too. Um, Like the yogurts, the cottage cheeses, the kimchi, the krauts, legit pickles, um, all those things. And like we touched on earlier, if you can do a dry January and not drink booze, I think your immune system will be obviously running on high. If you want to throw in a bone broth because there's a shit ton of benefits, Mm -hmm. I think bone broth is a great addition too. Um, and then just try not to stress, man, about every little thing and really don't just take care of yourself. It. Don't burn, don't burn yourself out. Get super fatigued. Uh, Vikings Super Bowl football this year. Thoughts? Do I think they'll make it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not think they'll make it. What if they did? Would you go? Cause it is here in Phoenix. It would depend on where I have to sit. I know. I would really want to go. And how much mm-hmm. the so tickets expensive. are. Like, what is the, what are you not willing to pay? I don't even know what, like, a normal ticket would be. The worst seat's got to be 
three thousand dollars that is crazy a ticket yeah i, I can't imagine like, i would not want to be up especially at that stadium i would not want to be in the nosebleeds you can't see we've done it before <laughs> it sucks dude and we sat so we went we've sat for the seahawks game at the like very top and then for the vikings at the very bottom which was amazing so we sat in row one <laughs> and we sat in the worst row and just so everybody knows there is a difference i don't think it can ever come back <laughs> this i don't know i could be wrong maybe you can sit in the lower bowl at the super bowl for three thousand bucks, but I don't think so, man. I think it's like probably closer to five G's a ticket. Yeah, I'd have to Ouch. look. If I don't know, if they make, I don't know, man. Because again, I don't want the experience to suck and spend ten grand and like sh- sit in a shitty seat for the Super Bowl. It would, be, and again, cause logistically, it's a nightmare to get in and out. But again, when else for the Vikings? I never th- thought that even. I've never seen him in the Super Bowl. I've had some heartbreaks a couple times. They've been close where I thought they'd make it. So, well, I'll play it by ear. It depend on the ticket prices. and But if they go on a streak, man, it, it might be the only time in my entire lifetime it gets to happen. So. I know. Think about it. We'll see. Future business mentorship program, like a JSF mastermind coaching group. Um, would you ever have one or implement one at some point? I mean, everybody wants to learn from... You don't really have... From, from the legend. From the legend. The um, old, old, old man. Yeah, I would be open to it for sure. Um, well, I don't I don't have the bandwidth right now no, to do that. No, but eventually... Yeah, I do like... If I can help... If I feel like there's a big enough group of people who want to do it and they want help, I'm happy to do it. I've gotten to learn from some of the smartest people and the best people. I've been part of my own mastermind groups with uh, a lot of amazing dudes who are who are making real, real money and way smarter than me. So I think I, and I've sponged off a lot of info from them and vice versa. It's paid off. Yeah, for sure. It, it does. It's worth the investment for people, and there is a huge ROI if you take the principles and you apply them. If you spent, if, if say a mastermind group costs you a thousand bucks a month, some of them are five hundred, some of them are, are twenty thousand. Just depends on, on what level you want to be at. But if you're going to spend a thousand bucks a month, I would say it easily ten x is what you'll do. So if you're spending a thousand, you'd easily make ten back. From 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 my experience, it, it really does, and it's it's even greater than that. The the longer you do it, if you can implement the right pieces. See, I would right now. All we really have is these just their coaching calls essentially i'll put the links and always in the podcast show notes you guys can get facetime calls with me um people are actually doing them every week now um there's only certain times that i don't do that many of them just because my time is super limited but we do them a lot of times it's uh people just asking fitness nutrition questions but the other i would say 50 percent of the calls are other fitness pros and other business owners just kind of asking my take and what i do and kind of how i've navigated this and the, the technology revolution and how you run a gym and, you know, JV stuff, lead capture, uh, conversions, all, all type of business things that we talk about in our space. So, yeah, I would be open to it for sure. But for now, if you guys want to hop on a call, you can. Someone, something about like, tell me about your gym. Um, yeah, well, the gym itself. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not rocket science. It's 3000 square feet is our, you know, gym space here. We have two bathrooms. So one has a shower. We have a lobby. We have an office area. The rest of it is all working space. So it's probably 26 ish hundred feet. Of, but then you can pop the garage. 
Yeah, and we have a nice – we're in the air park here, so we have a back alley that's about 150 yards where we just can go out and run. Actually, most – like No one's s- ever back there, which is great. No, and, on, and our, our neighbors are all super cool. We're all kind of in it together. So, And on Sundays, we run around the building and do crazy stuff. But we have uh, – what do we got here? These are 13-foot ceilings or 12-foot ceilings. And uh, we basically gutted the whole thing. We've created kind of our own little space. And I think if you're going to – be in a gym space and you want to do group training in the way that we do it. I think 3,000 square feet is kind of a, a sweet spot for you guys to be in. You can make it work with less, but this is a nice grip because we can have a separation from the space uh, in terms of training and work. But you can get, you know, 24 people training in here super easily and it does not feel crowded at all. And you can even go bigger with uh, access to the outside. And the location has really paid off because it's just right oh, in the dude. heart of North Scottsdale and close to everything where people want to be and it's convenient for a lot of people that live in the area. So that helps tremendously. Yeah. And personally, if you can ever own your workspace. And the investment yeah, to I'll, buy in a location that. Unless somebody comes and wants to level this whole block, uh, I don't see how I would ever sell this under any circumstance because the amount of money it's going to generate. In rental income. Yeah, yeah. is I, I would have to pay. I'd have to do a 1031 exchange and buy something else commercially somewhere else. And in Scottsdale, with the way prices have appreciated, you're talking like multiple millions of dollars. So I don't. I'll just sit here and hang out for now. We are getting brand new turf for those who come to JSF locally. That's very exciting. Next Tuesday the 3rd, they should be in here right after the group to rip out the turf, scrape it, replace it. And then we'll probably get it painted again with the football lines shortly after. Favorite shoes to train in? Um, honestly, I really only train in the Reebok Nanos. Uh, I'm not against other stuff. Uh, I wear, um, if it's like legit training, I'll work out in like the Nobles, the trainers. Those are good shoes too. And when I say the Reebok Nanos, I don't have any of the new ones, you guys. Um, when my contract ended with those guys, I have not bought a pair of <laughs> Reebok since. But I probably still have... 20 pairs still in boxes and I do love the the Reebok Nanos because they give the the platform uh in the back where you're able to still squat and deadlift and you feel supported but they have the flexibility in the front toe to be able to run and jump rope and do different things so I would say the the Nanos um and then the Noble Trainers are probably my two favorite shoes I've heard good things about like the Nike Metcons but I've never worn them personally I have the female Nike Metcons the Metcon 4s the black and white ones I have and I really like those I Love Hoka's. I I just started wearing those. I want to buy another pair for running. I have kind of a hiking trail running shoe, um, and then I I've had I have Asics as well, but I feel like they don't really last long. And then I have a lot of old Reeboks because you would get them for free or discount. Yeah, but I would say if you're gonna try training shoes, just try out a couple and, and see if you like them. They're pretty cool in returns too. But make sure you can do all the things you want to do in them and then just play with them. What are you excited about in 2023? What What are you excited about? We can go back to that one. I feel like we kind of touched on it with our goals for the yeah. new year, but um someone asked about my skincare products. Um I finally invested in medical grade skincare from the dermatologist this year, which Jeremy loves the price point. Uh, skin better science. I really highly suggest better work. Um, me, yeah, it better work natural products. I love Tula, the Tula brand, but I would say if you're younger, I wish 
I wish I would have worn even more sunscreen. So I definitely wear sunscreen every day here. And then like a retinol, vitamin C moisturizer, and collagen. I do take collagen every day. We have a really great high quality collagen supplement from J Lab that I mix in my coffee or a smoothie. And we always have like a discount code for it. So we can send that if you're interested. I think it's like GSF 40 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Athletic Greens Daily, it does have so many vitamins and minerals. So I, I do, has like spirulina in it, which has been shown to really help um, your skin because it takes out a lot of the toxins that you are putting into your body. What does a normal day or week for you look like for food? intake uh i will do a whole separate podcast i'll do like my 2023 training and eating schedule i'm gonna try to do that for you guys maybe next january what is the next friday is january it's fucking year man uh january 6th i'll try to do a my training and eating schedule for 2023 so i can go into detail and not waste 20 minutes of your time today sounds good um what annoys you about each other well, I see you wrote a list here um, about me, which seems to be unfair. Um, you read the ones you want, and then I'll reply back and you see. You know who sent this one in? Who's that? Desiree. Oh. Well, Desiree, um, <laughs> I'm happy to just, you know, shots fired here, but you go ahead okay. and read the ones you want on um, here. Just be careful, first, though. Be careful leaving what you the say. TV on during the middle of the night, and then I have to shut it off. Mm-hmm. Waking me up on early on Sunday mornings, which is like the only day kind of like take it slow a little bit. But compared to you, it's like I'm sleeping in. If you just feel bad about decisions you're making, it's <laughs> nothing to do with me. If me being motivated and awesome somehow Number makes you three, feel bad. Not selling the Honda and just having it sit in our garage. Do you want to know what um, Ken told me? I know what he told you. I appreciate what he said, but... Ken said to me... Maybe if we had a bigger garage... He said, Jeremy, never sell your Honda. That's what got you here. From the man who has way more money than I do. <laughs> has sold how much in real estate? Like three, $3 billion? billion dollars. He told me, he goes, I had this suit that I used to wear, and I got rid of it when I started making money, and I wish I still had it to this day. And I'm like, you know what? Respect. The, the Honda is my suit. And so I might just bring it here and it might be like my work daily driver. And I go to like the grocery store in it and the coffee shop. I don't know. It's still a sharp looking car, man. It's not that bad. For 08, it's a good looking run. Um, your OCD about like watching the same shows over and over. Like The Office, he could watch. I'm not kidding. Every single day, all day long. Every single day. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I know it's, it's a not, great show. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I know it's not my turn to talk mm-hmm. shit about you. You watch Hallmark movies, dude. Yeah, but they're different. It's the same movie every time. Girl leaves New York. Um, she's a terrible person. Goes back to small town. Meets like Roger, who's the mechanic and also happens to be the most attractive guy of all time. <laughs> and she goes to the fall festival and like they fix it and they fall in love. Or she's coming from New York or he's coming from New York and he's a horrible human. And they go back and they fix the hotel because the family needs money. It's the same thing every time. You're just OCD about a lot of things, though, like, Is obsessed it ever different? about. Mm-hmm. Obsessed about what? Everything. What does that mean? Everything. I could be lazier, I suppose. No, I know. I appreciate it. It's gotten you here today. 
um, your dirty toilet bowl. <laughs> your dirty, dirty toilet no. bowl. Oh, my God. You no. want to go here on this episode? No. Bro. How many? Okay, we'll skip that you one. Already, this is where you want to take it. I asked you to read yours off first. Leaving shoes, clothes, clutter on the oh, dining see, table. You notice how she skipped over that one real quick, you guys. Real, real fast. When's the last time you cleaned your Bro, toilet bowl? How many? I love you. Now, again, I let her. You can't. I let her make her bet. How many times? No, Jeremy. Have you clogged the toilet in our house? Jeremy zero. I'll come home, you guys, and just Heather just murdered the toilet. Stop! Gotta, like, this is the this is the path you took, bro. I gotta get a professional grade auger. You guys know what an auger is? Because like <laughs> you wrote it, so I let you I let you say that. I go. I have to auger the toilet. It's like a giant professional snake instead of calling a plumber. So I've learned a lot in my years. I'm on YouTube. <laughs> you I'm so pissed see at her you right face now. Right now, I'm literally like so pissed. Just stop. Why did you write that? <laughs> that's me. hey everybody who's not married it's okay just take your time it'll all, it'll all work out what's the next one you have to go you already put me on blast oh i can't make my list no no you can but um time's running out. well auger the toilet is not my favorite thing that you do um Heather has this habit of leaving. She will take like the last like zinc tablet or vitamin C tablet. And then she'll put the empty container back in the refrigerator and basically catfish me to make me think it's still there. And then I'll open it up to take it and it's not there. And then just say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Yet she's done it for 10 years. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Yeah. See, Heather doesn't want to talk anymore because she's mad about the toilet story. So this is how this podcast is going to end. <laughs> Thank you, Desiree. For bringing this to... But again, when you're married, this is just this is just shit you do. That's probably the biggest thing you do. That one and when you lose things, you're not willing to commit to working hard to find them. Heather has... Well, you washed a remote control the other day. And then she'll like lose a remote. And then... And she, why did I wash it? Because... You fall asleep and it's in the bed and I can't find it and I can't see it. And then who strips the bed to wash the bedding? I do. See how when I list hers out, did you notice how they always turn into like something I did? Like, did you oh, notice that? It's kind of the truth. So anyways, Heather will sometimes like lose a remote, but like not look real hard to find it. And then I have to search around to find it. And then I have to go and take remotes from different rooms to turn TVs on. These are all luxury problems. But they're the little things that you get with people over time. Yep. <laughs> Look at the man. This is, became a train wreck in a hurry. What other questions we got? I think that's the last one. Okay. So as you can tell, there's a lot of things she does that bother me <laughs> and vice versa. But probably being discussing with the toilet would be number one for both of us. Thank you. You wrote it down. You literally took the time and wrote that down in there. Like you wrote that down. Your dirty toilet bowl. Oh, I just meant you can never clean it is what I was saying. We have a cleaning person. Yeah, not every day, not every week. <laughs> There's only so much I can do in a day. But that's marriage, everybody. Mm -hmm. There's going to be things that I know you, but you love it's them. It's very exciting. You love them anyway. Um, well, we don't have a filter anymore at home. 
Like we're just gross in front of each other. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's what 15 years together gets you. Um, yeah, that's every question, right? Yeah. Um, anything else to wrap it up? No, I just, I hope everyone has a great New Year's Eve and Happy New Year. Thank you again for all of the support and love this year in 2022. We truly appreciate it. Yes, yeah, so thank you guys. As always, um, if you obviously love the podcast, drop it a five-star, leave a comment on Apple and Spotify. It means a lot to us. It helps us out selfishly. Uh, any of the other stuff, if you guys want to check out the 47-Day Transformation or the app or any of the free samples, please just ask. We're happy to send them out. And uh, yeah, man, just thank you guys. It means a lot that you're willing to listen to us sit here and talk about real stuff and then also just our own annoying, disgusting habits at our house. Um, that's it, man. That's what makes these fun, dude, because we are gross and we're real people. Uh, I don't want to share BJ and Nina's stuff on here, but I still don't think they've ever farted in front of each other, which is crazy to me that they've been married for 100 that years. That is insane. Yeah. Because how, I, how could you even do that? I fart in front of you every day. Every day. I don't think there's a day where I haven't farted in front of you. <laughs> like if I think about it. Like I don't even try you anymore. You do it on purpose. No, but like, it's but you know, like how sometimes, like, we'll just be having a conversation, like, like a real one at home, and I'll just be like, and then we'll just talk, and I'll just go about it like it didn't happen, because it's like we're just married now. Like it doesn't matter. Like we go to the bathroom with the door open. But like, some people believe like they, that you shouldn't, and it like ruins the like excitement. Like I wouldn't think you fart or burp or do gross things. I don't know. I'm just, you know, for us, it works well best being just exactly who we are and being super comfortable or maybe too comfortable (laughs) with ourselves. But just like how we talk too sometimes, like do you ever think like how we have conversations? We're always just like, I don't know if other people are like this, but I would be curious if you guys are listening because we talk very freely. We'll just say everything. Like inappropriate stuff, gross stuff, you name it. And we do that all the time. And I wonder if most people do that or if you still talk to each other like you're on a second date. Because if I was on like a second date with you, right, like I wouldn't act the same way and talk the same way I do now because, well, neither would you. You're the only person that I can be my, I feel like my 100% true self with. Like there's certain things that I would say to you that I would never say to anyone else. Not my parents, not my sisters, not my best friends. True. Yeah, I feel the same way. Which is strange to think. Mm-hmm. I would tell them most things. Yeah, most things. But I mean, like, just you can totally be free. Well, because you can. And no judgment. Well, because I can tell you all the things that like, hey, you're doing this. I fucking hate it or I love it. And you can do the same thing to me. And even if there's judgment, like. Or embarrassing or oh, vulgar. The, yeah. <laughs> well, we do it on the podcast, too, apparently. So here we are. I hope you enjoyed it. Um. But yeah, that's uh, I'm interested. So guys, let let me know if you how you speak with your partner if it's evolved drastically over the years to like when you're dating you're just marketing and you're just kind of selling the best points of yourself. And then when you're married long enough like us, I guess, there is no boundaries and no filters and we just kind of say and do whatever no matter how painful or funny or, or annoying. Gross yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. So Thank you, guys. Hopefully you got a laugh today, uh, if nothing else. And uh, have an awesome start to uh, 2023. Uh, be safe out there if you're listening to this um, you know, before the new year. And again, if you guys really do have a question or a comment or a goal and something you want to accomplish and achieve, I'm not trying to sell you on our programs. I don't care if you buy our stuff. If you do, awesome. I'm thankful. If not, 
if it's somewhere local, you just have to have a goal and accountability and a coach, especially if you're looking to make a major change in the new year and you want different outcomes, you have to be willing to implement different habits. And it's those small daily disciplines that are going to get you there. And I promise you, and this is from my own experience, it's always easier with the community and a coach and accountability and some goals to help you move forward. It's very, very hard to do it solo. At the end of the day, you are doing it alone. But when you can have other awesome people around you, the odds of you being successful go up tenfold, if not even more so. So take that with you guys today. Uh, all the links to everything are in the show notes. Uh, I wish you guys an amazing new year. Thank you for the support. We do appreciate you. And uh, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.